Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm Professor Sides. You can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. Today is Saturday, April 9th, 2022, and this episode covers every Major League Baseball game today. In case you're new here, I built a mathematical model that predicts the probability that each team wins, and I analyze weather data to come up with some picks on totals. You'll hear me talk about humidity in this episode, so a reminder that more humidity means the ball dies, while less humidity means it carries. And as I go through the plays, remember there are no locks in gambling, so I'll give you our loves, likes, and leans. With that in mind, please understand that good and bad variants will occur, so as much as I'd like to say will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Yesterday, another fantastic day, lots of profits, but we saw some of that good variance occur with a couple of late-game total losses the one in san francisco got a little wonky and of course the only a play yesterday to lose in that afternoon game of chicago and detroit three to one in the bottom of the eighth and then goes over those type of things happen we'll look for some lucky wins maybe got one back last night with toronto i thought that one was over when the rangers had that huge lead so again we always talk about there's good and bad variants and sometimes it balances out the course of a day sometimes it takes a few days or a week always remember that one day is not indicative of the total performance we're looking at consistent success we've got it so far in two days we're going to try to keep it rolling for you today three and one on apex on the season this year i've got four more for you here coming up and before we get to today's slate a reminder please hit that like button if you're on youtube subscribe or follow if you aren't yet it's the only way to ensure that you don't miss any the college basketball, MLB, or college football content this channel provides. Share with a friend if you know others in the game. Drop a comment on Twitter or YouTube. We love those and try to respond to as many as we can. Kicking us off here, a 1 p.m. Eastern start Baltimore and Tampa. Tampa is a heavy favorite. The model thinks that Tampa should be a minus 217 favorite, which falls right in between the odds for these two teams right now. Uh, of course, the weather here is a dome, so nothing to talk about there. I think that Jordan Lyles here for Baltimore isn't awful. He's not good, but he is serviceable. The Orioles' offense is awful. Uh, I think some people will look at this game and they'll chase the run line. I don't think that makes sense. There's no money line edge, in my opinion. And usually the money line edges and run line edges correlate pretty well with each other. That doesn't mean I don't think the Rays win, and they probably win something like 5-1 to one in my opinion, but they only won by one yesterday, and we have to consider the probabilities. It drives every baseball bet, especially with a long season. You're wanting to get better value than taking either side here, in my opinion. The model says the Rays win this about 68.5% of the time, and so we just have to understand weird things happen in baseball, and if you lay the 225 that I'm seeing right now for Tampa – there's a realistic chance that they lose this because even the worst teams win and even the best teams lose. And like I said, on the run line, there's a chance that the Rays win by one, as we saw yesterday. So I think we want to play edges where we have them. I don't think we want to chase teams because they can't lose. You'll hear me talk about this a lot over the season. I just think there's no value on the side. Instead, I'm going under eight and a half. It's minus 120 right now for a B pick. I trust Rasmussen and anybody the Rays deploy. I feel like if the Rays signed me and put me out in the bullpen, I would suddenly become a solid major league reliever. It's what they do. I don't see this being very high scoring. It's only not an A play for me on this under because the Baltimore pin can blow up. And so I like the under. I think there's value on the under. I think that's the side you want to be on, but I'm not going to give it that third unit because Baltimore's pin every once in a while does just completely implode and then they just roll out the back end guys to get them innings. And so it's it's really hard to go with an A 
under in a Baltimore game, unless it's deeper to the season and you feel confident that John Means is going to get you six or seven. Uh, this point of the season, I don't think you feel confident any starting pitcher is getting you six or seven with what we've seen. So under eight and a half for me on this afternoon game in Tampa. Same time slot here. First pitch, 110 Eastern. The White Sox at the Tigers. The model thinks the White Sox should be a slight favorite, but not to the degree that they are favored. So I'm going to take the Tigers at plus 119, and I'm going to make it an A play. You could look at the under like yesterday. It's not a bad look. There's going to be some humidity. It's going to be 40 degrees, maybe a sprinkle or two. But I think the best play here is on the Tigers. You look at how they played the last half-ish of the season last year was really impressive. The way they looked yesterday, really impressive, continuing to fight despite getting down and getting to some of the better arms in the White Sox bullpen. I think that we should be backing the Tigers more often than not early until the number catches up to them. I think they're a team that is undervalued right now. I think anything north of plus 110 offers great value. Again, right now it's plus 119. So I'm going to take that as an A play. I think this is more of a toss-up game. And again, I want more units on things that I've got more confidence that we've got value on doesn't mean it will hit it just means that in general you know i use the blackjack analogy we want to double down we've got 11 on a six that doesn't mean you won't pull a four (laughs) and the dealer won't then beat you but in the long run that's going to be successful so i want an extra unit on this one because i think the tigers offer some value here at plus odds so a play for me tigers plus 119. mariners at twins 210 eastern first pitch the Twins uh, are a minus 128 favorites with the Mariners plus 118. The model thinks the Twins are minus 126 is what they should be. So no value on the side. The weather, uh, more or less no real wind, mid-upper 40s for the temperature. So a little cooler here. Probably better under conditions than yesterday. Yesterday, the under easily hit. I said I leaned under yesterday if I had to choose. I went with the Mariners that had a little bit better of an edge. Both of those won. Today, I just want the under Gray and Gilbert is a great pitching matchup. Neither bats, I think, can get going. I think it'll be kind of a snoozer like yesterday. I'm going under eight at even money, and I'm making this an A play. I think the odds at even money is great. So if your book offers you eight and a half, as long as you don't have to pay too much juice, I think that's also got a lot of value. I just think it's too cold when pitchers are too good. I'd be surprised if this gets up towards double digits. And so I really like this under here. Under eight, even money, a play for me in Seattle and Minnesota. Pittsburgh at St. Louis, 215 Eastern. First pitch, the model thinks the Cardinals should be a minus 163 favorite. And so I've got a B pick on the Cardinals, minus 158. Nothing to talk about really with the weather. The Pirates' offense, however, is bad. I said that on day one. The Cards got a useless bottom of the eighth home run to push the total over. Pirates didn't do anything to help that total if you had the over. Uh, Michaelis is not Adam Wainwright, but also the Pirates still have maybe one real header. I don't think I'm going out on a limb saying that, especially with how bad Brian Hayes looked last year. Maybe they have two hitters. I mean, they just don't have a lot of offense. We're we aren't always going to take favorites, but we've got to take value where there's value. I'll take a, a decent sized dog later and a couple more dogs. Started to go with the Tigers, so we're going to balance it back out. But I mean, here this is a favorite that I want to be all over. Some of those favorites last night were great plays, and this is another one here. Um, I can't see how you want to back Pittsburgh in this game. There's not really an angle I can come up with there. So B pick for me on the Cardinals. Minus 158. I think that's the side that you want to be on there. 
about the same time here, Brewers and Cubs going to try to get this one in with the same starters from yesterday. The model thinks the Brewers should be minus 133. So if you have Cubs north of that number, that's not a bad angle to play. And that's what I did on opening day and the Cubs got us to the window. I'm going to stick with the under though, like I did yesterday. Right now it's under seven and a half, minus 105 on the juice. And I'm going to make that a B play. The weather, I guess, is better than yesterday because I think they'll get to play this one and, and yesterday they didn't. But, I mean, it's still 40 degrees. The wind is an underwind. It's in and across for righties. It's blowing towards first base, so it's going to kill any fly ball there. Woodruff is great. Steel can be serviceable. And I think the Brewers' bats are going to make him look better than he is. I think the Brewers, especially until Urias gets back and gives another bat for them, yesterday were mostly an under team. They did kick it up a notch at the end of the season. They added Renfro, but they lost Garcia. Adames was very helpful to the office, but now they're without Urias. So I think we're back to this Brewers offense that's not really great. We have under weather. Bats haven't gotten going yet. I like the under here, 7.5 at minus 105 odds. B pick for me there. Now switch things up here. Rangers and Blue Jays. I'm going to take an over. Only a C pick over nine runs at minus one and a half. Only a C pick here. I can't get there with the Blue Jays laying a price around 190. The model thinks the Blue Jays should be minus 172. I'm not taking the Rangers at plus 173. I need a much higher number than this with the Rangers. I noticed last year the model seemed to like the Rangers as a big dog, and that did not work out well. So unless I'm getting huge value, unless I see an angle that I like here, I'm not really loving backing the Rangers as big dogs. Again, they are improved. We talked about that yesterday. They did score a lot yesterday. Um, if if it's a slugfest, again, the plus 173 isn't a bad look just because I mean, it can happen in those slugfests. I just think the over is probably better. Um, a lot of the unders that I play are great pitchers and or bad weather and or bad offenses, and none of that applies here. Gaussman was great last year, but I also think maybe a little bit of smoke and mirrors. I don't think he'll be bad this season. I'm not saying that. I just don't think he was as good as he looked last year. He was in a great run prevention environment. All he has to do is give up three runs here or something like that today to a pretty solid Texas offense. And with Toronto's offense, I think we can get over nine. So again, C pick just a lean. I don't love it, but I will go over nine minus 115 north of the border there. Red Sox and Yankees. This is basically yesterday's game all over again. Both pitchers are a little bit worse, but the model thinks the Yankees should be favored, just not by a ton. I took the Red Sox at plus 154 yesterday for a C pick. And I stand by that pick. I think that was the right play. It gets to extra innings. Look, if we get to extra innings at a plus 154, I will take that every day of the week, every place I can. And we have a similar setup here today. The Red Sox are plus 150. I'm actually making it a B play today because I think there's a little bit of a bigger edge. I, just like I said yesterday, I don't really know what's going to happen here. If I'm giving the Yankees a slight edge, it's not anywhere near this number. So if you're laying it with the Yankees, I'd have to think you're a Yankees fan because that just doesn't make a lot of sense here. This game is closer to a toss-up than it is an easy Yankees win. So Red Sox plus 150 as a B pick for me. I think there's value here if you like underdogs. I think this is a solid one to fire on because I think anything can happen here in this one. Weather-wise, the wind is blowing out. Maybe a little bit of humidity, maybe a little bit of rain. Nothing really to discuss there on the total-wise. I think take the value in the dog here. 
San Francisco, home to the Marlins here, 405 Eastern first pitch. The model thinks the Giants should be a minus 144 favorite. So I'm going to give you a B pick on the Giants, minus 139. I think as long as it stays south of 150, I think it's probably the right side. Talked about the weather, the humidor yesterday. I don't really know what to do with some of these totals in San Francisco. That was definitely an under game for sure. And then things just blew up late. So again, I'll kind of want more data there before I get really comfortable with exactly where to put the total in these Giants home games. I probably won't fade Pablo Lopez very often. I think he's a pretty solid pitcher, but early on with the starters only going like four innings in a lot of these games, maybe five, I trust the Giants pin over the Marlins pin. The Giants have some value here today. So I think let's roll with it. So B pick for me, Giants. Minus 139, I think, is where you want to be. 405 Eastern, first pitch, athletics at the Phillies. The model thinks the Phillies should be a minus 161 favorite. They're minus 195. I'm on the other side of that. I'm going to take the athletics at plus 179 as a B pick. A hefty dog here. I think the athletics have a chance to win this game. And I, I, I don't want to actually whisper this because I feel like it might produce bad content. If you're if you're listening, I don't want to make it hard to hear. But pretend I'm whispering this. I think Cole Irvin is the better starter in this game. Why are you going to lay minus one ninety five with the worst with with the weaker of the two starters? That, that's hard to get behind unless it's like the Orioles and I know the A's, you know, aren't quite as good as maybe they've been in years past, but this is not Orioles Rays type of situation here. I do think the Phillies are more likely than not to win. They have a much better offense for sure. I just think there's lots of value on Oakland. Remember favorites don't win every game. Fading favorites is usually good when one of two things is happening. Either the starter pitcher is overvalued because he's great, but people treat him like he's a god. And so there's good value going against him. Or He's kind of just meh, but people actually think he's good, and there's that name recognition. I think that's what we're talking about with Gibson here. I think he's pretty meh, but people think he's good. And so that number's inflated. Let's take the value. It kind of reminds me of that Cubs in uh, game one type scenario. Obviously, both starters were better in that game, but it's a big dog, but it'll pay off for us. We're going to hit these more often than we aren't, and that's going to slowly increase our bankroll. Again, I still do think the Phillies win. I just think there's value in the athletics, and so I think that's the side you want to be in. The weather is low 50s, a little bit humid. A little bit humid. Um, if you wanted to go over and say both these starters aren't that good, I don't think that's a bad look either. Royals are playing the Guardians there in Kansas City. The model thinks the Royals should be a minus 125 favorite, so I've got a B pick for you on the Royals, minus 116. Kind of been similar to the last one. If I wasn't on a side, over is also not a bad look. So a couple of these games here, if you want to be an over, better over in Philadelphia, maybe not crazy over in Kansas City, probably not crazy. The model in almost all sports, I've seen it with baseball, I've seen it with college basketball, I've seen it with college football, usually does pretty good to start the season. It seems to synthesize data, rosters, changing things of that nature, uh, better than books and betters do, usually for the first month, maybe two so I'm just going to trust the model here. The model thinks the Royals should be a bigger favorite than they are. And so I'm going to give you a B pick on the Royals minus 116. I don't really have much else to say other than I'm going to trust the model. Moving to the night games, 705 Eastern first pitch Mets at Nationals. The model thinks the Mets should be minus 145. They're only minus 139. I'm on the Mets. And I'm going to make this an A play mainly because I don't know who Joan Adon is. 
is. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. I know a lot of players. I watch a lot of baseball. I'm in a uh, I'm in one fantasy baseball league. It's an NL only league and it's a dynasty league. So we're constantly dealing with prospects. We've got prospects who are 19 on our rosters and they're, I don't even know who this guy is. And I'm sure somebody does. It's just, I know a lot of players, but I've never heard of one. I have to say, what is happening here? Chris Bassett's pretty good. The Nats offense, I don't think is. I know they did put up a couple runs yesterday. They do have a couple hitters. You know, Josh Bell had a fantastic uh swing against Scherzer for that no doubt home run I just think this should be more like Mets minus 150 so in the Mets and Nats matchup here I think the Mets is the side you want to be on huge starting pitching edge in my opinion with Bassett and so I'll get an A play for you there Mets minus 139 is what I like 720 Eastern first pitch Reds at the Braves Model thinks Braves minus 166 so I'm going to back another favorite here Braves minus 152 with a B pick the wind is out to left, low 50s, and not really much humidity, especially for Atlanta. So another play where if you like the over, I don't think that's a bad angle. So I'm not taking officially over, but that's three overs there that you can look to. I think probably two of those three hit. I don't know which one does it, obviously, but I think two of those three probably hit. Solid looks there. But I like the Braves here. Again, I'm trusting the model. I already talked about how the model does well early in the season. If the model thinks minus 166 and it's only minus 152, we've got some good value there. I don't think the Atlanta pin is as bad as they've looked, but my goodness, they have looked really bad, making the, the Reds' bats look better than they are. As long as the Atlanta bullpen gets right, I think they have a good chance of winning this game. Kyle Wright is not good, so my only hesitation in this play, the reason it's only a B play and not an A play is, Atlanta starter isn't good, and their bullpen has looked a little shaky. But as long as they get any bit of that right, they're a much better team than the Reds. And so I like the Braves here, minus 152 with a B play. 810 Eastern first pitch, Padres at Diamondbacks. Model thinks Padres minus 150, so I have no edge on the side there with the current line. Padres minus 155, Diamondbacks plus 143. Totals 9.5. I'm going to go under again, just like we did in the first two games. Only a B play on this one simply because Zach Davies for Arizona is not good, but I don't see the Diamondbacks really getting it going off of Joe Musgrove. And like I said, the first day, and like I said, the second day, these offenses are very bad. I don't know what we're doing here with this total. I know the Diamondbacks were mostly an over team last year, but two of their better offensive players, more solid offensive players, I guess you'd say, are hurt. The Padres offense has some names, but I mean, if, if you know anything about advanced metrics or you've been paying attention at all in the last three years or so, you know that Eric Hosmer is not good. He's batting in the middle of the lineup for the Padres. These offenses just aren't good. Musgrove's a good pitcher. Nine and a half just blows my mind here. This is not the days of old in Arizona. They've added that humidor several years ago and runs are a little bit more um, decreased than they were in years past. This total, in my opinion, should be eight, eight and a half. So a B pick under nine and a half at minus 115 for me. This number doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. It didn't make a lot of sense the first two days as well. We got easy uh, unders in both of those. I think we go back to the well under nine and a half is the play in the desert. Dodgers at Rockies for a night game. In Coors, 810 Eastern first pitch. The model thinks the Dodgers should be a minus 130 favorite. So I'm going to take the Rockies plus 141 with a B pick. 
The wind out to right 70 degrees. It's really never humid in Denver. This is 11 to 12 run weather, unlike yesterday. Yesterday, I took the under and said this weather did not make sense for a total so high. But I'm staying away from a total here because I think the pitchers have a chance to do okay. But this is the type of weather where the game could get a little crazy. So I'll take the starting pitcher, who I think is much better. Marquez is actually good. and He's solid in course. He kind of knows how to pitch there. Gonsolin is okay, but up and down. I don't really know what I'm going to get from him. There's value here in this number. I think we take a chance with the dog. I think the Rockies at plus 141. Anything north of plus 130 offers pretty good value. So a B play for me there. I think the Rockies got a better chance than the experts are giving them. And to close us out, Astros at Angels. We got to the window in game one with the Astros. Got to the window with an A play on the Astros. And I tweeted that as the number was moving away from them. How that made no sense to me in the Astros cruise to a victory, destroy that awful Anaheim bullpen, as we talked about. Again, full disclosure, I'm an Astros fan, but I will fade them. I have before, and I will later this season, but I am not doing that today. The model thinks the Astros should be a minus 130 favorite, and they're only minus 108. It makes no sense to me. I'm giving you our last A play of the day on the Astros, just like I did last night. The wind is a little bit blowing out to mid-70s. Not quite as much of over-weather as last night, which I did mention uh, on this podcast. I talked about how that was definitely over-weather, that I didn't love the number, but there was a good chance that could get out of hand. Not quite as much tonight, so a little bit less likely for me to like the over on this one. I'm definitely staying away from the total. I just don't know what we're doing here with this number. Thor can be a good pitcher, but I honestly can't remember the last time we could count on him to be a good pitcher and that doesn't mean he won't be a good pitcher tonight it doesn't mean he won't be a good pitcher all season it just means he doesn't have any recent history to suggest that against verlander who kind of like we talked about with wainwright seems to defy father time if anybody can get back from an arm injury at this late in his career at this age it's verlander is 100 percent a guy i trust to do that so i expect Good things out of Verlander. The Astros got to mostly rest their pen last night, so they should be fresh. They're better arms in the pen. I think if Syndergaard comes out and throws a great game, it's a toss-up. And so in that reality, which is possible, I will acknowledge, then having Astros minus 108, we got a chance at that pick. Anything else, and the Astros should be heavy, heavy favorites. Minus 108 blows my mind. Uh, and if we see the same thing we saw yesterday, where money comes in on Anaheim uh, as the day moves along because of, I can't tell you why, reasons, that's going to make me like this pick even more. It happened last night. Don't trust every money move. As we've seen mostly in sports in the last year to two years, most moves are pretty 50-50. They're not nearly as predictive as they used to be. I believe that's because opening lines have gotten better. I believe there was a time in the past where opening lines were bad and so or, or worse, and so line moves were more predictive. Opening lines are pretty good these days, and so line moves are much more random. They don't necessarily tell you a ton. You obviously want to get the best number, and if you know a number or you think a number is going to move, you always want to either attack early or wait based off what you think the movement will always try to get the best number that can really make you or break you, but... The idea that a move tells you anything specifically, I think those days are gone. We saw that last night. This move towards Anaheim didn't mean anything, didn't make any sense. I don't know where the number's going to go today, but Ashes minus 108 is one of the best plays on the board, in my opinion. So a play there to wrap us up.
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. Reminder, check out the Google Sheet for model projections and results. You can find that link at the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. If you haven't done so yet, click that subscribe button to ensure all the sports betting content we provide on this channel is dropped right into your feed. I will see you Monday. I will post the model output tomorrow, but no show and no official picks from me this season on Sundays. Best of luck this weekend. And until next week, remember, you can eat your betting money. Please don't bet your eating money.